0: This podcast episode was originally broadcast on YouTube and recorded in April 2020. You can find more queer content from The Gay Pro at thegaypro.com. You're listening to The Gay Pro, where we empower gay business professionals from any industry to love who they are and love what they do. I'm your host, Omar Alexis Ochoa. Let's get into it. Coronavirus is impacting people of all races, classes, and genders around the world. It does not discriminate, but some groups are more vulnerable than others due to macro-socioeconomic factors that are already affecting them. Specifically, the most vulnerable groups among us are the poor, people of color, and the elderly to name a few. One group I want to talk about is the LGBTQIA community, specifically how our community has been impacted and what we're doing about it. Hey, it's Amar Alexis, but you can call me Lex. My day job is at a pretty big company and a lot of what we've been talking about lately has not only been coronavirus, but also the impacts it's had on our business and what we're doing to help mitigate risks But one very different conversation I was delighted to take part in today was on support specifically in how we can support our community today and sell tomorrow. This was a marketing conversation we were having with the Alliance for Inclusive and Multicultural Marketing and they were covering off on how businesses and large brands such as ours can leverage their platform to bolster these communities that are disproportionately at risk as a result of coronavirus. It was an incredibly salient conversation to be having because it's really easy to get focused and drug into focusing only on the business and the effects that are impacting us directly and forget that there are real problems in the world with people dying and people losing their livelihoods over this virus, some more than others. And these are groups that so desperately need our support as large organizations with the resources to really affect change. The Alliance's key mantra for this conversation was to support today and sell tomorrow and i think that's an incredibly important piece of advice that brands of all types should be taking into consideration as they navigate this new marketplace the Alliance for Inclusive and Multicultural Marketing brought in several speakers on a variety of different subjects, all from various marketing organizations that conducted consumer research as well as marketplace research to understand the effects of coronavirus on a number of different groups. And one particular group that they focused on, fortunately, was the LGBTQIA community. They brought in a speaker from a marketing organization known as Target 10 to talk about what they were finding. Target 10 is an organization that focuses specifically on LGBTQIA plus inclusive marketing and branding activations. Their founder, Matt Tumanello provided amazing statistics on the LGBTQIA community and their response to coronavirus. To start, Matt ran through a lot of the very basic statistics that help level set the impacts for the LGBT community in the United States. Specifically, roughly about 40% of LGBT people work in an industry that's been impacted by coronavirus. These are food service, hospitals, K-12 through education, college and university, and food service. Now you might be thinking, hey Lex, everybody is affected by coronavirus and Everybody that's working in these industries have also been affected by coronavirus. It's not really just the LGBT community. But one really key thing to highlight about these particular statistics is that the LGBT community is over-indexing in jobs within these industries, which means a greater proportion of our community is affected by this. To exemplify this, we look at the same statistics but for our straight counterparts. When you compare this to the straight community, only about 22% of overall straight people work in these industries in the United States, which means that the LGBTQIA community is disproportionately being affected. It's for this reason that I urge members of the LGBTQIA community or our allies who are privileged enough to be enjoying more regular work or privileged enough to not have to work, who are retired or wealthy to help and donate some of their resources over to freelancers, creatives, and other gig economy workers who have lost their jobs and are seeing hardship amid this coronavirus world. I call this out because I actually saw this trend on Twitter where users were actually calling on wealthy members of the community to help freelance and gig workers. Specifically, I saw a tweet by Fran Tirado, who is a host on the LGBT podcast Food for Thought, which is incredible. I highly recommend it, by the way. Fran is also the lead for LGBT content at Netflix. He was leveraging his platform and actually put out this tweet that was calling for wealthy queers to do something as simple as Venmo or PayPal gig economy workers and help them out, asking wealthy queers to fall in. I think it's incredible that Fran was using this and using his platform to benefit the LGBT community. And for that reason I truly applaud him. Now it's no secret that gays love drag queens and the drag community in particular is one that has really been at the forefront of leading our communities and solidarity In terms of online interconnectivity, in this period of isolation, connecting with one another is more important than ever, and drag is something central to our community that has really always brought people back together. Many drag queens have been taking to things like Zoom and Instagram Live, Facebook Live, to keep performing and potentially even use that as a source of income. Not only that, but it provides a sense of normalcy for members of the queer community who are missing those days at the bar or those days going to drag performances. With bars, clubs, and other venues closed for business, amid social distancing, taking to social media is critically important, not only as a stream of income for these performers, but also to keep our community whole. Now, as one call out that I wanna make to any business leaders or people with influence at organizations that have media dollars and budget that they're pushing out, I urge you to support our drag queens drive your dollars to their performances. These are people who have a captive audience of thousands of queer viewers and listeners and watchers and who so desperately need a source of income barring actual gig performances. I think it's an excellent opportunity for brands to gain that captive audience, but also gain the loyalty and respect of these performers when you're quite literally paying their bills and paying their rent. Now another group that I want to call out specifically, because I have some personal experience with them, is Out in Tech. They were actually recently featured on CNBC and they were featured because they've been doing something incredible, leveraging Zoom. Now, (laughs) what could you expect from a bunch of techy queers? But um, one thing that they've been doing is called Queers on Zoom. These comprise of daily Monday through Friday happy hours, networkers, connections, all of which are bringing thousands of people, part of the Out in Tech network, together. They were featured on CNBC for good reason, because this is an incredible community builder that I think is so sorely needed. I actually sat in on one of them myself, and it was great, just shooting a shit with a bunch of random queer strangers. It's something I haven't been able to do a ton of now that, you know, networkers, aren't happening. And getting to meet other queer professionals who are facing the same sorts of struggles and hardships that we all are with self-isolation and furlough and layoffs, it was just incredible. I even got to connect with the founder of a dating app. These sorts of communities are truly holding us together and it's these shows of solidarity that are going to get us through this crisis together. Now with all of these developments within our own community, I think it's important to mention that we are extremely privileged to be enjoying these, you know, Instagram live performances and these queers on Zoom conversations and happy hours. However, not all members of the LGBT community can enjoy these same benefits. They're not privileged enough to have access to these resources, even in, especially in quarantine. And the reason I mention that is because many of these vulnerable groups are frequently forgotten about, specifically LGBT seniors and LGBT youths. They may not have resources or access because of their living situations. There were some incredible statistics shared by Target 10 about our LGBT elders that really shined a light on why we need to focus on helping and protecting our queer elders in this time of crisis. Target 10 shared that our LGBT elders are about two times more likely to live alone. This makes sense because a lot of these elders grew up and live their queer lives during the aids crisis which was just in the 80s many of their partners may have died either in the crisis or from hiv and aids years later in the future leaving them as survivors behind not only that but we all know how hard it is to date in the gay world especially as an older person who may not have enjoyed many of the tools and resources that us young queer people have to find partners and find relationships So oftentimes many of our LGBT elders are alone. Because of this, as well as legislation, our LGBT elders are four times less likely to have children or grandchildren. This means that there are little to no people really checking in and checking up on our queer elders. And that is an absolute travesty. These are the most vulnerable members of our community and we need to do more to help them and they don't have access to resources and computers and technology so as to stay connected and mentally healthy. But not only that, but without having a network of family members and friends to help them do things like grab groceries, they have to go out onto the streets and put themselves at risk with already declining health as elders themselves. On the other end of the spectrum, we have our LGBT youths who are equally at risk as our elders simply because our LGBT youths are oftentimes not in safe environments to live their true, authentic lives. Stay-at-home orders specifically can very well be putting our youths into harm's way, forcing them to come into contact with family members and other relatives who may be intolerant or completely hateful of their lifestyles. This trend is the same for women who are living in domestic violence situations. By not having things like school and work and friends as a respite from these abusive or violent situations, we are very much putting LGBT youths in harm's way as well. While I am extremely proud of our community and how we have come together and how we have created so many acts of kindness across social media and amid social distancing, I believe there's still more we can be doing to help these vulnerable groups. Not only that, but there's more that corporate organizations with resources and money can be doing to help bolster these groups. More so, leveraging each other's skills and resources is going to be paramount to getting through this crisis together and salvaging our physical health and mental health. These are truly the moments when it matters most to show solidarity, show kindness, and help each other. Whether it's through a donation, or through an act of kindness, or as simple as a text message, just checking in. These are the moments when it matters most and will truly mean the world. Thank you so much for listening. Again, my name is Amar Alexis, but you can call me Lex. Please make sure to rate five stars and subscribe for new episodes. You can also get more queer content at thegaypro.com.